Welcome back to the Canifornian Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my guest host, Betty Blaze. Hello, everyone. And my producer, Danielle. On this episode, we have Ariana Newton, the community manager for the WeTube. We're going to be talking to her about how the WeTube got started and how they embrace cannabis content and marketing on their platform. Let's get into it. Yes, Ariana, um, community manager of the WeTube. So tell us a little bit about that. What What is a community manager? And maybe give us a little background uh, on the WeTube. Yeah, absolutely. A community manager. So I basically do a little bit of everything. You know, I've walked this, the line of sales. Um, I've walked the line of social media. And I really just found my passion was in the community and in the people and helping them share and navigate their stories. Um, and with a new platform, too, with the WeTube and WeTube as new as it is, uh, you kind of need a liaison of sorts there to answer questions and just be there for the community. You know, we like to do town halls and different things to get people involved and kind of let them know what's going on behind the scenes. So I kind of help facilitate a lot of that stuff, which is really fun and rewarding in a lot of ways, um, just as well as like having my own channel, too, that I can kind of share my journey yeah. on. But WeTube... Yeah kind of got its start you know I I wasn't um, with the original team when they created the whole idea of what WeTube was going to be but from what I understand they were a group of creators that were deleted off of YouTube um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the quote-unquote cannabis purge <laughs> that YouTube went through mm-hmm. yeah, yeah back in 2018 right Correct. Yeah, 2018. So there were hundreds of content creators that were getting deleted. And obviously, you know, social media back then, especially Instagram and some of these other platforms, they were not quite as strict with their rules and stuff like that. So when these creators were monetizing their platforms, they didn't see any any need to like, be worried about that, you know, like that was their living. Um, And then obviously, it kind of all just got swept away. So people had to get creative of like, how are we going to market to our audiences and also just keep our community together because you know you get a page deleted it's like how does that community find you again <laughs> exactly totally and the amount of effort that it takes to create this community too people don't realize like cannabis is one of these really interesting industries where uh, the creators are really involved with one another and it really is like a community and i know that both of you could probably speak to that ariana and betty um i mean maybe i'm ignorant to some of these other creative communities but Uh, It seems like there's truly a camaraderie and it really is like a sense of community, which is awesome. It is. I mean, I know personally, I've never felt a sense of community before, but maybe I've just never found my community either. But I've been super fortunate for the cannabis community that I have on the WeTube and Instagram. Uh, But it is super discouraging when a platform gets taken down and you have to start over from scratch, which happens all the time in this industry. I have a a psych major, so I was really intrigued by people's stories and also just the effects of social media on mental health and watching people, you know, lose lose that completely was, oh my gosh, just heart-wrenching. No, and that's exactly what like Betty Blaze is about, is like cannabis and mental health, because they really go hand in hand, and I struggled with my own share of mental health issues, so I just want to be able to surround people in a community where they feel comforted and welcomed. If you think about it, 2018, when they did the cannabis purge, like, I, I kind of remember like being in social media and working in social media, they, their terms and agreements weren't very clear. Like it was a very cloudy area when you got to cannabis and CBD. And so it wasn't fair. They didn't really make it clear. And then all of a sudden they kind of just like kicked everybody off and took off like what they felt was their livelihood, you know? Sure. Exactly. And it's still not clear. Yeah. And not aside from not being clear, who, who reads terms and agreements? <laughs> Honestly, though. Honestly. 
Well, if you're a cannabis content, you should. You should, you should probably, yeah, that's true. If you're going to be creating some cannabis content, maybe you should. I feel like we kind of cut you off there, Ariana. Were you, you were about to say something. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I was just diving into the whole cannabis purge part. But, you know, kind of WeTube itself evolved into something bigger than that. It, it stemmed from these creators getting deleted and kind of needing a safe space to share that content, especially that long form content that can, you know, you can really dive into some of that educational piece, but also just really having fun and seshing along with a friend and getting yeah. to know someone. But it, it just it really evolved into this whole international now community of like cannabis consumers that are fighting censorship like on on all sorts of unique fronts and just they want to share their journey with the cannabis plant and like help educate along their along their own way. Like I keep saying, I feel like everyone's just like their own little unique case study. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I like that own individual little case study. Exactly. How what what are some? Well, of you know, you've got all these cool apps now that are coming out, and it's like you can document everything about what you're buying and what you're consuming mm -hmm. sure. and how you're feeling, and it's like, oh my gosh, a whole journal. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That is so true. You can do, you really can vet out your products and get that information that you need. Um, that's that's kind of like a repeating theme here on this podcast is uh, how people are receiving the information and how they're getting educated about cannabis. Uh, because for the longest time we don't have we didn't have any platforms or really mediums to learn about these things and um, something like the WeTube provides that opportunity. Not only that, it gives people the opportunity to market goods as well, which is also super unique. Yes, the advertising space of it is so cool. I mean, I hear so many people they're like, it's so unique to see like an actual cannabis commercial, and it really helps those people that are trying to grow that industry of and push that creative scope, you know, being able to have a space to just do it and not have to worry about if there's like bud in the imagery or, you know, if there's like a certain thing that's got to get cut out because of all of just like the different rules on different networks, like it can get so tedious and it gets draining, honestly. Oh, I bet. I mean, when I first saw that you guys had cannabis commercials, I was like, oh, a hundred percent. This is definitely a weed site. That's so cool. And I have, to, if I'm watching a commercial, I'm not going to be mad if it's about weed. Like I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be like less, you know, like irritated. Yeah. And, and Ariana, when we, you and I were connected, I think that I'm pretty sure I was very vocal about how cool I thought the weed tube was. And just because of that aspect too, um, you guys are giving um, companies and t businesses, cannabis businesses and CBD businesses a space to advertise their products, which is really hard to do on, like you were saying, like on Facebook or Instagram or other platforms with all of these regulations. Like you really are, this is a really huge um kind of breakthrough in like the industry I guess yeah it, it fills that gap and that was kind of another thing that happened just naturally along the way as well as they were trying to figure out how to keep the platform sustainable for everyone you know streaming video content isn't cheap but it's definitely yeah. worth it to you know have a good platform that's not buffering in a bunch of countries and not you know some of these other apps I feel like you just kind of wait forever. And sometimes that can happen with YouTube too. I'm, you know, I'm not going to like say it's perfect or anything like that. Sure, but sure. Still in the beginning phases. To, make sure, to make sure that you can actually access the content, which I feel like is such a huge barrier still. Um, but yeah, it's so unique how things have kind of uh, spiraled as the years have gone on and they've been able to just drive different initiatives. That is very cool. That is very cool. And I mean, I'm sure they're going to work it out as things move along here. Uh, and get that figured out. Just the fact that you're streaming cannabis content in multiple countries is unbelievable to begin with. Uh, I'm kind of curious about that. What what kind of content are you seeing and where is it coming from? Um, I know a lot, maybe people are familiar with what's going on here in the States, but 
uh, maybe not as familiar with kind of like the cannabis communities and content that's being created in other countries, which is something that we're not really, it's not really in our scope. Yeah, but we, we, we're always trying to find more information out, you know, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's kind of unique, actually. We just had a, a gal upload a video. She moved recently from Brazil up to Vancouver, I believe it was, and she just did a video in English and Portuguese, um, kind of bridging that gap of the community because WeTube is still working on its like language features and kind of personalizing pages based off where you're like located geographically. Um, But, you know, we have a huge audience here in the U.S., obviously, in Canada and a growing audience down there in Brazil. But Spain and Australia and like the U.K. also have these growing audiences it's it's interesting to kind of see obviously where there's like a little bit um i don't know we we definitely aren't uh, we're not going to mess with russia or anything like that <laughs> they're so anti-cannabis <laughs> sure but yeah i mean it's growing it's growing worldwide but the biggest audiences for sure are still here in at home in america in canada um and then down there in south america as well and growing growing over there in spain and the uk too be interesting to see once this becomes a global market, how this is all going to tie together. Uh, are you seeing differences? What what kind of content are you seeing on the site right now? You know, it's varying. I'm, I I personally engage with a lot of the just personalized content. People are on there sharing their story, like why I smoke, why I consume, hmm. what I consume, how how it helps me. Um, I follow a lot of canamoms that are on there sharing their journeys and stuff like that. I think that's super unique. Um, but you know, you see a lot of different just artistic and creative people on here sharing sharing that side of their unique perspective as well so you get that educational piece you know we've got we've got like trichomes they upload amazing content that just covers like cannabis news and things like that um to profiles that are like you know mac dizzle 420 who's like a cannabis influencer and icon over in la um so you kind of get the journey and dynamic of of everyone on the scope if that makes sense no definitely i mean one of my favorite one of the things that i love about the weed tube is when i first tried to learn to roll a joint i went onto the weed tube and i was like how do you roll a joint <laughs> and i watched a video yes. and i kid you not and i got it down the first time and i was i was like that was all it took but there's just so much information on there i know myself i mean i i have a weed tube account um, Betty Blaze, but I just talk about, I mean, terpenes, I'll do reviews, I'll do education. I've even tapped into CBD too, just because I feel like more knowledge should be there for CBD right now. So it's- yes, Betty, I'm play Betty. Keep going, Betty. Yes, girl. <laughs> I think a- it's fun too, that you learned how to roll your first joint on there. Cause I feel like I was that way as well. You know, I'd never taken a dab before I moved to Colorado mm-hmm. and, uh, having like weed tube and people that were like, okay, don't, Take it red hot because like no one yeah. was talking yeah. about it. I definitely Why learned not trial and error. About this? <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, yeah, when I when I found the weed tube, I, that was I knew I wanted to get into cannabis, but I didn't really know how and like in what form. But then I found the weed tube when I was just doing research online and I was like, wow, there are people doing it, they're making it happen, and this is a community. And that's actually I think kind of what like made me be like, okay, I can do this and I need to do this. So I'm waiting on TikTok still. Oh, dude. Well, TikTok's... TikTok they're game-changing, but they are so up and down with what you can post and if they're going to approve something one day and not the other. TikTok's out of China, though, right? Oh, well, they, they have um, they have a place in America. I'm not sure. I don't they, know. I'm not, I, I think I'm they might the have had to team this. up with somebody in America. I'm not exactly sure how all <laughs> of that went. Like that. I, should, I should know a little bit more, but 
I think they did have to establish themselves in the U.S. at some point, um, right. and they did. But also, they are trying to like still figure out their platform. They don't really have that many analytics that you can go off mm-hmm. of. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like hopefully by the time that they're kind of getting their stuff together, the cannabis industry is a little bit less stigmatized, and they can kind of work together in that way. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. What's up with TikTok? Why does everybody have like 60 million views on everything? I think I don't know. I'm just really impressed, like with the amount of people like can, who can see and like access your videos when you post it. The, the, there's a, a large community on TikTok, and that's what's so frustrating is because you can post a cannabis video that doesn't show cannabis, doesn't even have any hashtags, doesn't even have a caption, and it can get taken down, but or it can get 50,000 views. Yeah, I'm sure they have a big a big squad for reviewing, which oh, which um brings me to my ne- our next point is how are you guys reviewing the content and is there any sort of gatekeeping that you do do uh, as far as what's able to go up onto the website and what people are able to post? Okay, perfect. I'm glad it cut back in. I don't know how long I've been cut out, but I did miss most of that. I just got your question. Oh, though, no. so that's perfect. We can hop back. But sorry if I ignored anything. Prior. <laughs> oh, oh no, we went a, we went on a TikTok tangent. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Oh, good, good. TikTok- <laughs> TikTok is huge. TikTok is huge. I would have loved to have been in that. No worries. I will loop back later. No. <laughs> um, That's what I thought. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe she's never used it. She's not like commenting in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. No, no. TikTok is iconic for lack of a better term. I'm just using that because that's what the kids say. Um, in terms of like, you can have no following. You can go from having like no following to just a, a, a huge following or just a group of people that are interested in you and i feel like tiktok also people uniquely are able to share their stories or just their quick bits you know things like that yeah um that normally you just wouldn't get from a person behind the scenes or in long form content and stuff like that but tiktok is a unique sphere they've got a lot of work to do they definitely have pissed off the cannabis community in their own way but i think (laughs) people have found their unique ways around that um just with you know their own content you don't Mm -hmm. have to always include the cannabis plant in the content i mean people know you're high <laughs> <laughs> that's valid that's, that's valid that's actually kind of what our point was is uh, such a huge platform and yet they're so able to they're able to so effectively moderate their content and i wanted to know like how you guys moderate your content kind of tie that back in yeah 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 no okay yeah perfect i was like honestly that's the thing when you said gatekeeping we don't really gatekeep a lot of content the biggest thing is just like no porn no nudity um, that's one of the biggest things that we see and get reported in for, like, you know, gotcha. if we always encourage the community, if they see something before our team does to send it in or, and report it, um, obviously like that we don't get a whole lot of that, you know, there's a smaller number of video uploads compared to like YouTube or something like that, right, but right, right. it is definitely something to keep our eye out for. And, you know, as it grows, um, internationally too, it has been like become a bigger and bigger problem. So it is definitely something where combating luckily the site is you know 21 plus so there shouldn't be any adolescent eyes <laughs> lurking but there really Fair. hasn't been too much of an issue with that yet but it is something i i know the team considers um but yeah there's not a lot of gatekeeping in terms of you know content there's just so much unique content and uh with the categories i guess kind of laid out is how they would like uh divvy it up so you know they have 23 different categories on the site and it's growing of course right. i'm still advocating for that art category yes. um but that's kind of a good way that they have that broken up right now i know they're looking for other ways to kind of 
organize the content, if that makes sense. I, I was talking to Betty about that earlier this week, but yeah, um, yeah. does that kind of answer that? <laughs> no, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just kind of curious about how the moderation happens. Uh, I'm surprised that there isn't like a uh, like a nudity weed site yet, right? That seems like the next. That seems like the next craze. Like we, there's the OnlyFans, and now we got only things grams. like only grams, yeah, or only dabs or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of your Brazilian creators can take dabs and twerk at the same time. Perfect. Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever whatever pays the bills. But yeah, I feel like OnlyFans kind of has taken over that just a smidge they advocate and they kind of market i don't know if you watch pay attention to OnlyFans marketing at all or not but not they really. market to pretty much celebrities and influencers saying like hey monetize your audience but obviously most of the platform is being used by um sex workers and professionals that are like in that industry so it, it's interesting to see see the lack of support there on OnlyFans side yeah yeah that is interesting actually i know no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was thinking, well, originally when I wanted to get in cannabis, I thought about OnlyFans, not for nudity, but just for a site to have smoke sessions with people. And like, you know, I could make it like themed right. and like do something fun like that. But then I was also thinking no one has done this yet. This is hard. I'm going to get a lot of backlash from everybody in my life thinking I'm on OnlyFans. Like, yeah. You know, and I and I know I'm going to get a lot of people following me for that, too. So it was and then I when I when I thought about it, I was like, I also don't have any fans at that time. So I was like, I don't know who's going to come on here. But you know what? Kudos to cannabis content creators, because you have to get yeah. really like you not only are like working against like the clock trying to stay current, but also you're working against the platforms trying to make sure that what you're posting is OK. So you guys mm -hmm. are really getting creative with the content you're posting. You have like you guys got haters and you're working with the haters. You're working around the haters. You do, but the cannabis helps with that. For yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say, too. Yeah, Betty, obviously Twitch and Patreon. Twitch, um, potential yeah. ways you can monetize as well but it, it's always interesting to kind of see how each individual platform works you know what i mean some exactly. of them come and go so quickly but i think those two are here to stay exactly now there's, <laughs> yeah, now there's yeah. clubhouse too I, I don't think you can get monetized yet but it sounds like it's gonna you be can. in the future well i don't know if we can but i do know they did their beta testing they mm -hmm. are running their payments through stripe do you know stripe no i don't you? It's a payment oh. platform, basically. Um, but it's interesting because they are anti-cannabis. Oh. Uh, typically, I recommend that any anyone that's using Stripe kind of disguise your business because um, huh. wow. you might lose your money there. But okay. yeah, they're they're monetizing through Stripe, so that's kind of an interesting battle for the cannabis community. Maybe we'll see. You know? We're kind of waiting it out right it's no. all still so new yeah exactly yeah. i mean now yeah. i'm like oh, i don't know if i want to do clubhouse now like i don't want to work with somebody who's like anti what i what i love and i what i'm working for well but i don't know i don't know if clubhouse knows that stripe is anti that you know mm -hmm. what i mean oh I that's also it. true really it's also true and i wonder what the uh what the what the terms are there i'm wondering if it's actual sales of cannabis products or is it anything cannabis related like if it's cannabis content I mean, it's just mm -hmm. content, right? It's not actually product, physical cannabis product. We'll have to read the terms and agreements. I think it would be both both through Stripe. It really depends on how you set up your business account. So as long as you don't have anything incriminating in your name, I have a feeling they're not going to come after you, especially sure. with just Clubhouse in general, because you're only people are only tipping you, right? Like mm -hmm. tipping you for your time. It's not uh, You're not really getting any sort of exchange or product there. So that's, that's a plus. 
I can see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ariana, I know earlier this week, you know, how Clubhouse, you can go live and you need to talk to your followers and your fans that way. You were saying that you can't do that right now on WeTube, but you guys are hoping to be able to in the future? Yeah. WeTube is hoping to expand in kind of all sorts of avenues. I feel like everything has been dreamt up by the community and now it's just a matter of continuing to execute on what can be executed on. But live streaming has definitely always been something that they've wanted to get implemented. And hopefully, I'm hoping this year, um, we'll have implemented. And I feel like that would be a huge, huge relief for a lot of creators to just be able to have that option. Because like you said, a lot of people just want to go go live and you know have a smoke sesh and, and talk to their friends and followers. Exactly. I would definitely pick the weed tube over these other platforms if that was the case. So I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Me too. I can't wait. We'll be all over that. <laughs> yeah. So Ariana, I know that kind of tying it back to like this whole social media thing. I know algorithms are super huge on like Instagram, Facebook, every social media platform has algorithms and it kind of like frustrates people, but also keeps like the platform going. Do you guys have any sort of algorithms that you use to place content on the on the site on the homepage like how do you kind of like navigate or like kind of funnel through that content yeah I think the um, content is just auto populated based off of the categories um, there's a featured section that they obviously navigate I think there's like three featured videos on there now after they did the update it used to be four um, but I kind of like the look of the new one you can okay. let me know later yeah. you can email them with your thoughts but okay <laughs> that's so funny um but yeah they're trying out all sorts of different things just to keep it keep it relevant keep it fun keep it updated um but in terms of like search functionality and things like that i know they're upgrading and integrating um like an algolia search function sorry that's not like my strong suit at all <laughs> um, okay. but i know that's trying to get some of that stuff integrated so you know we'll have better seo with google and a lot of these other platforms to pop up and populate in their in their um, spaces as well. So I think all that stuff is in the works. But yeah, as far as just like the homepage and the featured, featured section, um, a lot of it is just auto-populated based off of, you know, how you categorize your video. When you go to upload your video, you can add a certain amount of tags and then choose mm -hmm. like a category. Uh, and that's kind of how that works. So it's very rudimentary in terms of compared to like a lot of other sites and probably how involved they have it. Uh, but it definitely does the trick for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. I and mean, it helps the content get seen by people. Exactly. I've been on the featured page before, and I've and I've thought to myself, I'm like, how did that happen? I'm like, <laughs> were they just nice to me, or did they like my video? Yeah, what, what about or, like, this are a lot one? of people watching it. No, yeah, it's like, how you. It's you. Yeah, you brought in you brought in the con you brought in the you know the audience from your other platforms. That's another big yeah. thing, you know, is obviously bringing in people from other platforms and and. and helping kind of navigate that audience. There's a lot of people that do YouTube and WeTube and they kind of just share their non-weedy stuff on YouTube and then they do their weedy stuff on WeTube. So I think that's a really clever way to kind of play with both audiences Definitely. and drag them around a little bit. True. <laughs> Not drag them around, but <laughs> bring them around to the platforms. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of bringing other people from other platforms onto your platform, um, how do you see the future of the WeTube and what are kind of the plans to retain these users and move forward? Like, how do you, how do you see it moving forward in the future? Yeah, I see them just, you know, streamlining their technology, adding features that can, you know, enable community on the site. Um, you know, they don't have any sort of text features or, you know, direct messaging features, the live streaming features, things like that, that can really enable community on the platform itself. 
right now a lot of people kind of go outside of the platform to engage there and i think that bringing that onto the platform is going to be huge um yes. in terms of keeping people on the platform and keeping their communities on the platform but also too just as the text gets better you know the the content will get better the people the amount of people uploading will get better you yes. know we'll have bigger creators that will be able to drive that traffic over mm-hmm. because they'll be able to receive that traffic too so I think it will just all kind of spitball on itself in, in some ways like that. But really, yeah, just, you know, obviously getting out here, talking on podcasts, sure. spreading the word that way organically and naturally, especially since everything has kind of been shut down. Things are kind of coming back, but slowly but and surely and also not necessarily needed all the time. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think things like this are great being able to just sit down and and talk about it a little bit and and have it grow organically that way i think it's the biggest way it's going to thrive yeah no, definitely i think word of mouth and just getting the the word out and educating people and i feel like the more we talk about it and normalize it it's just going to get easier so i loved this yeah this is cool and i agree once you can start messaging people on there that's what i love about like instagram for mm-hmm. example uh there's tons of people that i only interact with on instagram i would imagine that like once i have my weed tube dm feature like i'm gonna have my weed buddies and you know that's where we're gonna interact uh, maybe we don't have each other's phone number maybe we're separated by some distance uh but we still have this platform in order to communicate and you know we already know that we have a common interest because we're on this platform exactly most of my friends exactly. are cannabis influencers i met ariana Same, yes. on instagram i mean we were following each other on instagram already yes we were i'm so happy about that too yeah. i do remember watching your videos and just thinking yes please keep talking about cbd this way because i definitely have been learning more about it and integrating it into my life and my schedule and you know the whole entourage effect with the plant is so real and we don't talk about it enough i certainly don't because i didn't know enough i I know a little more now so i feel a little better but people don't want to talk about it if they don't know and that's not really what's being showcased to the larger audiences so it's kind of battling that a little bit but we'll get there (laughs) exactly yes yes i'm sure it's going to funnel in as as time progresses people want to know people want to know that's why you know things like this exist that's like why the californian exists in order to educate the public we really do need these mediums and Mm -hmm. uh it's only a matter of time before the we tube starts introducing these people as well not introducing but people start coming onto these platforms and really expressing exactly because they're going to find it and they're going to be like this is what I've been looking for. Like I have, and so many other people have, like, it's just like such a good community and a launching off point. Right. And I, I mean, I appreciate it too, because I started my journey after everyone had kind of been deleted. So it was, you know, seeing that and seeing what they'd been through, it gave me hope knowing that I would never have to like worry about that. And it's had its battles back and forth. You know what I mean? Nothing's been perfect, but I've never, ever had to like worry about my content just disappearing or like having to backlog it or anything like that. And that has just been such a relief to me over the years. (laughs) Yeah. No, I bet. I still am worried on Instagram. I'm always like, oh, I hope my account doesn't get deleted tomorrow for some random reason. It's this fear. And I I know I'm going to restart the whole thing, but I really don't want to. Well, you know, if you have enough money, you, if you have enough money and the right contacts, I'm sure you could get through. But that's yeah, like the exactly. problem with some of these social platforms is it's all it's all just about the money to a certain extent. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, no, <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, sad but true. But for now, it's we make backups to our backup pages exactly. just in case. Hopefully in the future, there's more, you know, platforms or maybe just the platforms that we have now are a little bit more. I don't know, forgiving, understanding, welcoming of, you know, cannabis and CBD marketing and content too, because 
I mean, when a platform starts, you think, you know, they want to be like, they want to be that platform. They want to be the place where they start off with humble beginnings. You Mm -hmm. know, they want people to come and use the platform for, you know, creative capabilities and everything. And they're, they're really kind of, I mean, I don't know how to say it, but they're really, they're, they're keeping people from seeing like, regardless if you need to like, you know, market as like for children or for not, not for children, you're keeping people from understanding what's real about the cannabis industry. You're, you're, you're hiding real experiences. And so I think that like when, you know, people do start to see cannabis advertisements, it's going to be like, oh wow. So cannabis isn't like this scary evil thing. It seems so taboo. Well, you know, down there in California, you guys have giant billboards. Yeah, it's very true. We're very lucky. The advertising and marketing for the space is just so different. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine seeing like a CBD billboard up here in Montana. I mean, it probably would happen eventually, but not something that I've ever seen. And I mean, coming to like Colorado and and California and then just having giant uh, or Las Vegas even is really the most recent one I'm thinking of. Just all of the different cannabis dispensaries advertising on these huge billboards and i'm like wow what a game changer for for just education but also just exposure too for those companies in particular oh yeah oh yeah some of them are real out there i was driving down the five freeway going into la and i saw one and it was like a tie-dye gradient oh it almost reminded me of like a like a powerpoint presentation gradient background you know i'm talking about where it's like the two colors blending into each Mm -hmm. other and all it said was yes all it said was free the trappers. That's all it said. And it was, a, it was an advertisement for a dispensary. I was like, yo, it is really, it is really opening up right now. It is. I thought that the other day, actually, I was like, I have seen a lot of cannabis billboards lately and it, it's shocking. I'm like, wow, we must be like, just really like, you know, for it over here, which is great, but more and more just keep popping up. Oh yeah. Even when they the- might be risking it, risking it for the biscuit. I don't know yeah. if there's any sort of regulations in place yet, but I'm sure as more people complain, something Something will go down, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm just speculating. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right because there is restrictions. Like there's certain words and certain images that you still can't have on billboards, which is why they're re- resulting in these like crazy, you know, <laughs> slogans in, or yeah. whatever, because they're like, okay, we just need to get somebody's attention to look at this and understand mm-hmm. what we're doing it for. Totally. It was like, uh, there's, there's this one, the hyper wolf. I didn't even know that it was a dis- I didn't even know what it was for a while. I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, but they're everywhere off the 91 freeway, five freeway. I know I'm like, I'm speaking a foreign language probably right now, Ariana, talking about LA, no worries, LA, no LA freeways, <laughs> LA freeways. Uh, yeah, it just says Hyperwolf. It's in bright yellow and it kind of has like a bold black font. And I'm like, what is this? I see these billboards everywhere. And then I Google it and it's a, uh, it's a delivery service, like a really tech delivery service. I had no idea. Super discreet. Um, so yeah, obviously they're facing some sort of regulations because I feel like if you're a cannabis delivery, you would want to let people know, like, hey, we are a cannabis delivery, not mm-hmm. just something called just Hyper Wolf. Like, what is that? I guess like, if you know, you know right now. I guess so. Yeah, I thought it was like a massage gun. Like, that's what it's, that's <laughs> yeah. what it, that's what it reminded me of, like Hyper Wolf. That's uh, the Theragun vibe. Yeah. I, was like, I it's feel big that. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. The dispensary and delivery services, just how that even happened. You know, I mean, thinking from, Montana's perspective just watching states uh, make it an essential service like whoa what a crazy ride (laughs) no definitely definitely and it's crazy because things definitely picked up over uh, over the pandemic as well Uh, yes that's what I heard business was booming uh, on the foot market that's 
Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, and I would imagine I, I could see the pandemic actually being a positive for a platform like the WeTube, too. People probably have the time that maybe they didn't have before to kind of like browse around and find out more. I started Betty Blaze. Yeah, I do feel like a lot of people came to the WeTube, yeah, just searching searching yep. for that connection. And that's really what I was just trying to facilitate throughout the pandemic. Um, totally. The WeTube because, gave it to me. Yeah, that's really what everyone needed. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. No, it, it was what I needed. I didn't know it, but that was my launching off point. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's yeah, only... that's right. You launched in November, right, Betty? Yes. Yep, I launched in November, and okay. then I took on Instagram in January. But I was com only WeTube for a while there. I loved it. I loved making the videos. I still do. <laughs> I'm like, what am I talking <laughs> about? I know. <laughs> it's just, you know, long-form content sometimes. It's different. It's different than that quick interaction you could have on some of these other platforms. But I really love it because I can get... I can get in depth with it. And then I know the people that are there engaging with me are like truly there for me to watch my journey right. and see what's going on. I that's really nice. appreciate and value that because I, I'm one for that shared energy space. And I think that's so important as we navigate this like new quote unquote new industry, but new to just like so many other people that are coming in, you know, we learn, sure. we learn new things yeah. to the plant every single day. And it's really hard because, Everyone wants to feel like an expert in some ways, but there's just so much to know still. We're all yeah. learning still. We're going to continue to learn too. We're yeah. just we're really at the tip of the iceberg, the proverbial tip of the iceberg. But we're excited. We're excited to see the future of cannabis marketing, the, the future of cannabis content. The future of the weed tube. The future of the weed tube. And uh, honestly, yeah. thank, you, thank you for all your insight today, Ariana. Uh, it's been, it's been great. No, it has. I've been really excited to talk to the weed tube too, just because I've been working. I've been like, I know you guys feel like on a personal level because like that is my community too. So this has been really nice to kind of get the lowdown on everything. Yes, Betty. Wait, shout out Betty. What's your YouTube channel? Everyone go follow. <laughs> Betty Blazed. Uh, Ariana, I was going to tell you too, like if you want to throw out anything that's, you know, coming up with the weed tube, you want people to get excited for, and then also throw out like your socials too. I know you have videos going up. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Weed tube has got a lot coming. They're just, just now starting to launch some of the updates that they've been working on. So keep your eye out on that. We're going to have um, we're going to be asking the community to help with like large testing groups and things like that. So that'll be kind of a fun way to bring people together and also ensure that we're not missing anything along the way. So we're excited. Um, but yeah, definitely follow WeTube on all of their different social medias, WeTube on Instagram, WeTube app on Twitter. Um, they try to keep everyone updated through some of those other social medias as well. But, you know, they're shadow banned just as much as the rest of the cannabis mm -hmm. industry. Sure. So yeah, that's all WeTube stuff. And you can find me on WeTube. I'm at provisional air, provisional underscore air. Um, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Ariana. We appreciate you. And thank you for giving us your time today. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on. This has been so much fun. I love diving into some of the marketing stuff of it. It's cannabis marketing is such an interesting area. So yeah, I appreciate you guys for just opening up on your end too. We really feel like we do have the, uh, the urgency to get the word out as everything seems to be progressing pretty quickly exactly. here. Exactly. It is. Oh my gosh. It, so fast, which is, yeah, I appreciate you guys letting us dive into Canna for Climate a little bit too, because I hope that that platform can kind of help that part of the industry as they're feeding into whatever the future of cannabis is going to be. Totally. Is there something that we could go follow the uh, Canna for Climate on, or is there, is there a separate Instagram yeah. or something? That's, that's separate. Yeah. So you can, you can obviously just go to Canna, the number four climate.com. 
Um, and then on all social media handles, they're at Canna and then the number four climate. Awesome. Beautiful. Yay. Awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're of welcome. Course. Thank you. Thank of you. All right. Have a good day, Ariana. Thank you so much. All right. You guys as well. Bye. Bye. Bye, Ariana. We'll talk to you later. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of the Californian Podcast. Special thank you to Ariana from the WeedTube for joining us and getting into some great conversation for all of you. I hope that you enjoyed listening to the WeedTube story and take some time to go check them out. Don't forget to follow us on our social media at The Californian and listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. The Californian Podcast is brought to you by the Southern California News Group and Bay Area News Group. Our teams have come together to create the best content focusing on the cannabis and CBD industries and culture. We have developed various channels where we distribute content and offer cannabis and CBD advertising solutions. If you or your business would like to advertise with The Californian, please contact us at info at The views expressed by guests on this podcast are their own, and no endorsement is implied by their appearance. Views expressed by podcast employees are those of the employee and do not necessarily reflect the view of the Californian, its parent company, or its affiliates.